Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When focus takes hold and distractions fade away, meet Remarkable, the paper tablet specially designed for tasks that demand focus. Take notes, draft, and organize. Remarkable is a digital notebook with the feel of paper and zero interruptions. All of your notes and documents, perfectly organized and in one place. It's everything you love about paper, but for the digital age. Visit Remarkable.com today. Remarkable, the paper tablet. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of Old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. My mind's going blank now. Uh, um, what am I doing here? Whether or not there were there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know something, or you know whether those aliens are here or not. What, what I can't remember it anyway. I'd ride every day. I I commuted every single day for 36 years as pres- Vice President of the United States. A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family, not a joke. Last night I was on the television, uh, on television. I was on the telephone. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, Bob. Appreciate it, Mr. Prime Minister. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominated Javier Bacaria. All kidding aside, of course, President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. And now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. Yes, while Putin's walking around with the nuclear codes right by his side, we have a brain in decay. Leading the Do United they States. bring the suitcase into the garden when Joe sits and then relaxes in his Bidenville? <laughs> Do they bring it? Do they follow uh, him? They no, bother? I think they're, they'd be afraid he'd lose it. Mm. I think I think somebody's carrying it. But uh, Putin's Tomorrow got it right morning. next to him. Tomorrow morning, 
at 5.30 a.m. our time is going to be a bit of a shocker. We're going to warn you right now. The March inflation number is coming out. And the reason I'm mentioning it is because even Dopey Jen Psaki, the White House spokeshole, and others are saying, brace yourself. It is going to be really freaking ugly. And she's the one who lied about inflation uh, a year ago, claiming this is going to be transitory. Oh, yeah, they did say that, yeah. didn't they? Repeatedly. Transitory That's was right. the word. This is just a blip. Don't worry. That, that was the official lie that they came up with. We're recovering from the pandemic. But now they're saying, well, now that, that Putin invaded Ukraine, wait mm -hmm. a minute. that changed everything. It's, it's always something, isn't it? The February number was 7.9%. That's the increase over the last 12 months. That's the highest since 1982. What will tomorrow's reading bring? In fact, her term is, it will be extraordinarily elevated. Nah! Extraordinarily elevated on top of the 7.9%? Well, they're saying wow. that February 24th is the day that Russia invaded Ukraine. So a lot of that was missed in the February inflation number, which mm -hmm. led to eventually Biden cutting off the imports. So they think that March will show an even worse effect. Didn't we just talk about this late last week that the food inflation is terrible? And some of that mm -hmm. is from Russia, Ukraine, because of all the grain yeah. that comes from there. It's but, a double um, digits I, on uh, many items across the board. Yeah, I think people know this just by stuff they're spending <laughs> money on. I mean, some people don't care what prices are. Other people are like... Wait, I went to this restaurant last week. The bill went up 20%. <laughs> That's happened to me a few times. I'm like, yes. I ordered this like a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was like I'm, two hours less. I'm in an all-out revolt against the restaurants I go to. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. And, and the gas stations. Did I tell you I went out for a steak dinner with my friends the other night? No. I was absolutely astounded. Deborah, I guess we're not his friends. By the steak prices. Yeah, we weren't invited. Oh, I'm going to, Deborah's going to go out to a steak no. dinner. She'll find a salad and some vegetables. Yeah, why didn't you invite me? Or we took her to Morton's, remember? This was guys only. Oh. Cigars? No. Just, oh. uh, it was just uh, steak and alcohol. Oh. And what was the, what's the story here? What All happened? right, well, last time we went out to this same place, there was something called a cowgirl ribeye. Okay. <laughs> I... Like, I don't like know. a smaller version than the cowboy. <laughs> it's one of those buy? things you, you're embarrassed to order it from the waitress. Um, and I'm telling you, the price, which was expensive, it's not something you do everywhere, was in the 50s, right? Yeah. Which was much higher than those prices used to be. Steaks usually went in the 30s not that long ago. Okay. Okay. So I went there Thursday night. Same thing because I liked it. I was going to order it again. I looked down, it was $92. Well, that can't be. No, be it, fifty something to ninety. In ninety-two dollars, yes. I and would have said, "Are you sure this is the same menu item?" Un unbelievable. So I, I just, I went with the uh, the least expensive steak that I would like on the menu, and it was still sixty-four. And I decided not to get a Caesar salad. So that knocked twenty. That they're making Caesar salads for twenty-three dollars. Like, ah, oh, come on, <laughs> lettuce. Lettuce. Uh, prepare so, yourself. I'm, I'm not I going out. I don't see anything ending here with this in terms no. of food, especially food inflation. I heard an analyst this morning on a business channel said this can go on for years. Imagine like 10 double digits for years. Well, the only good news is this is going to wipe the Democrats out of Congress in oh, November. Yeah. yeah, no, they're going to be an extinct species. <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, it's like 80% of the country hates the inflation. And they're holding, holding Biden responsible.
His his uh, his approval rating on inflation, uh, the disapproval rating is sixty percent. Oh yeah, he's yeah. completely underwater no. in all so, the numbers. Yeah, he's uh, you know he they they should put him in the retirement home, just to, well at, for performance. Here's new audio from today, from old Joe, and of course old Joe decided today to come out and talk about gun crimes and gun control and ghost guns and blah 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 blah. Yeah, they're trying blah, to distract blah. with ghost guns. Right. Rather than go after the people shooting the guns, we have to try to get rid of all the Pe guns. People are going to start buying ghost guns and robbing grocery stores. The mantra is disarm America and release all the prisoners. Well, that'll work. <laughs> it's a great idea. That'll keep prices down. So he's got a new director of alcohol, tobacco, firearms. I thought it was explosives, too. Wasn't it? It ATF is. It is. Well, he doesn't use the E. He dropped the E. Well, he, he, but he can't seem to figure out uh, the letters, whether it's AFT or ATF. Uh, that's what we get from this cut, introducing the new director, Steve Dettelbach. The mission of this agency isn't controversial. It's public safety. Today, to lead and support the dedicated men and women of the AFT, I'm proud to AFT. nominate one. Steve Dettelbach. Dettelbach, excuse oh, no. me, I mispronounced your name. I just, as director of Bureau of, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Steve is immensely qualified. He served the Department of Justice for two decades. He worked side by side to support the work of federal, state, and local law enforcement, including AFT agents. And AFT. one of AFT those AFT was his, in case he was personally uh, tried as a U.S. attorney where the serial arsonists firebombed the courthouses and police headquarters in Mansfield, Ohio. For his work, Steve got death threats, but the defendant got 60 years. Steve also partnered with the community leaders and law enforcement to help prevent violent crime. He's worked with the police to combat domestic extremism and to take violent oh, criminals the birds, off the street. Just like Bidenville. Steve's record makes him ready on day one to lead this agency. And by the way, in 2009, the U.S. Senate unanimously confirmed him to serve as U.S. Attorney. I look forward to working with the Senate to get him confirmed once again. With what I uh, know about him and why I'm so enthusiastic about support him, I'd like to introduce my nominee to lead the AFT to you. All of you. <laughs> Steve, come on <laughs> up here. And you know something? I got the audio list, right, for today's show. Yes. And it has, shows this cut. And I glanced at it and I said, oh, all right, Steve Dettelbach. That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, Biden couldn't even pronounce his name right. And he's supposed to know who the appointees are. He almost acts like he knows them personally. And he couldn't figure out his last name. <laughs> he doesn't know who they are. Or he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. <laughs> the AFT. The AFT. The American football. I don't know. <laughs> Three times he did it. And that's kind of. It's a bit of dyslexia. That's what people with they mm. they invert letters. They move letters around. Well, when your brain is dying, it you know it's not processing the prints. It's like this has happened to Bruce Willis too. Javier right. Bacaria. Bruce Willis had you know the yeah, self awareness eventually right. to uh, quit. Right. But Biden does it. We got another one here. Yeah, this one came on Friday, I guess, when he was introducing the new Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. And we're told he's trying to talk about the Chinese leader, I guess. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. So uh, here's what happened. Let me close with what I've long said. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, 
excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I think we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. And uh, we were sitting alone. I had an interpreter and he had an interpreter. And he looked at me in all seriousness. He said, can you define America for me? And I said what many of you heard me say for a long time. I said, yes, I can. In one word, possibilities. <laughs> they couldn't get foothills out. Remember, all this stuff is on the teleprompter. So <laughs> can it's he play not that? like can he's he... talking off the top of his head. Can he he's play not. that bumbling part again? I was in the, foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas with she. By the way, that's the, that's the best word to describe America: possibilities. The possibilities, right? Uh, oh, Joe, I don't know when they're going to lead you away. <laughs> One thing that will happen if the elections in November go as it seems they're being predicted to go. It's still only April, and there's a real clean out in Congress of Democrats. There's going to be a lot of pressure to move on from Joe. Yeah, within the party. Yeah, there and, will be. Right, and. Uh, uh, they'd probably want to get rid of him immediately, uh, but then they got they got that's the, harder to do. The Kamala Harris problem, right? And it's harder to do that, right? Unless then, if you can't talk him into it, you know, you'd have to do what they talked about doing with Trump all the time. Well, they got to replace Kamala Harris first, and then put in somebody reasonable as vice president. Well, there you go. So they get uh, it's Buttigieg. That's everybody loves there. It's Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, they'll want to. Yeah, that would be the insiders love him apparently in the White yeah, House. Yeah, well, you go find I don't one. Know why? I told you, find one black vote for Pete Buttigieg. That that could be a problem in twenty twenty four. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We don't want you to go anywhere because guess what? Gas prices have been too high. KFI is helping you out. A chance to win a $100 gas card. It happens all day on KFI. You can win with Bill Handel at 9 a.m. Gary and Shannon at 11 a.m. And us. It's coming at the 5 o'clock hour today. But you have to be listening to win the $100 gas card. And their final chance to win each day is at 7 o'clock with Tim Conway Jr. We're still in Bidenville. You may have heard about, because this started last year as inflation took off, and we just talked about tomorrow morning is going to be one hell of a nasty inflation report. They keep going back to 1982. I wonder if this one may go back further in terms of- I was going to look up what uh, periods- I know 1979 and 80 were bad, weren't they? Or th th that, whole, that whole run. And then I remember- when Gerald Ford was president, remember uh, the win buttons? Whip inflation now? Yeah. How stupid was that? Well, you, can you imagine the president of the United States not get elected. to stop inflation asked everyone to wear little buttons on their lapels? Win. It's a good word. Win. Whip inflation like, now. What am I supposed to do? I don't Yeah, that's right. You, you walk around I with your button. I can't. You, you know when an administration has hit a dead end. And they have no idea what to do. That they that they whatever they've done, they've blown it, and there's no fixing it. And so they start handing out buttons, or they have catchy bumper sticker phrases they keep repeating. This is where we are now with Biden. He's got nothing. So people started producing, and you can buy them on Amazon. There, it's a sticker. 
And it's uh, Joe Biden with his finger pointed. He's kind of hunched over. And it says underneath, I did that. And what people have been doing with those stickers, they've been putting them on the gas pumps. <laughs> right so at- a fella did this in Pennsylvania the other day, and it didn't go well. The gas station manager came out, yelled at him, and eventually the cops were called. And Thomas Richard Glazuski of Manor Township. One of my people. He went berserk. Uh, it says here that he went crazy afterwards. He started yelling back at the clerk and eventually started running around the gas station parking lot when police came, eventually yelling F you <laughs> while flailing his arms at police. He then ran to the pump and he actually said, I did that, pointing at the Biden. I did that. You get it? <laughs> That's what I did. Good. Eventually, they had to cuff him and <laughs> take him away. Squish him into the. There's a picture of him getting squished into the back of the patrol car. Give him a sedative. Yeah, uh, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, harassment. See, when I first saw the story this morning, I thought, you know, uh, I realized that's defacement of property if you put a little sticker on it. You just peel the sticker off. But I didn't know he went. He got pretty belligerent. Nothing to get crazy angry though from the uh, owner's part, no. unless he's a Biden fan. It's a bit extreme. Glazuski. That's how you say the name. Is it pronounced Glazuski? Glazuski. Yeah, you kind of jazush. That's right. Always put a jush sound somewhere in a long Polish Yeah, because I like to pronounce it literally like Glazuski, but it's jush. No, Glazuski. Figures. Polish people. (laughs) I like this guy, though. Oh, why don't you have him on the air? (laughs) I I would be. I bet you he'd get all riled up, start screaming. And not only that, he put the stickers next to all three octane grades. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, just so you don't miss it, because you want you to know prices are high whether you buy you know eighty seven octane, eighty nine, or ninety three. Little I did that, but yeah, you know that's pretty high for Pennsylvania too. Those prices, yeah, yeah. Look at that; it was uh, five eighty yeah. uh, forty yeah, for the, credit card. It's four eighty seven, five thirty three, and five forty seven. That is pretty high, and this just happened the other day, so I guess they got high. Mm-hmm. By the way, Pennsylvania, like California, is really high gas taxes. Yes, they do. They, they are the only ones, I think, in, in our range. Yeah. I don't know why either. They didn't have great roads. We lived there. Well, that's a sign, though, isn't it? Yeah, if there's bad they roads, steal the money, right? Yeah, the gas taxes are really high. Uh, there is pressure, and I don't know why, for Joe Biden to go to Ukraine because the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson did that. He made a surprise visit there this weekend. <clears throat> so some are wondering, how come our fearless leader, doesn't go there to show support directly because he's to not the Ukrainian president and the people. Now he went to Poland. I don't. I don't see the point of that. I know. And in, in fact, I, did you see the Zelensky interview last night on sixty Minutes? No, it's pretty good because he, I uh, can't stand listening to Scott Pelley. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a. Pump. I'm Scott Pelley. He's a pump. <laughs> he's definitely a pump phone. He's full of his own. There's voice. no one that talks like that. His no, voice yeah. is so heavy. It's like his head is and, thick. You and, know, you can't control if you're born with a deep voice, but you can control your delivery. I saw the promos he, for it. They kept yeah. showing his voice or playing his he, voice. I was like, I am not going to Scott Pelley. Yeah, he talks really slow and ponderous. He's got that voice of God delivery. What I'm what saying. Did you, well, so what did you get out of it from Zelensky? Well, I, I enjoy Zelensky because uh, he, he's, he's very nice about thanking uh, Biden and uh, all the countries that have given him a lot of weaponry so far. But he keeps going, I need more. I need more. And he's, he's had it with the United Nations. He's had it with all the stupid conferences and the resolutions and the speeches and just all the gas that these people are blathering. He basically said, what's the point of the United Nations if they can't help 
fight this, help stop this. Well, what, what is, is it want? for? But they're, they're giving him weapons. What does he oh. want? He still wants those planes? Yeah, he wants to know fly zone. He wants the planes. Yeah, he, he said no fly zone. He's just like, well, they kept showing really horrific photos and video of all the people slaughtered on the ground and, and the destroyed buildings. He goes, look what's happening to my country. I'm just trying to stop what's happening to the country. And, you know, they're, they basically have a lot of meetings and resolutions and, you know, bloviation. Yeah. And I, I, well, I, I get that. I mean, that's got to be terribly frustrating. You know, everybody's always giving their thoughts and prayers, but. Here comes no, another I know missile. you hate that. But I hate that. Oh, I absolutely hate that. To because literally enforce a no-fly zone, it's going to have to be NATO warplanes and they're shooting down come, Russian jets. How, and how, come, how come nobody saw this coming? How come there wasn't some kind of maneuvering years ago to keep Russia from getting into this position of even trying it? That's what yeah. I don't understand. What's all our intelligence agencies doing? Nobody, nobody thought he was going to invade, even after he had 200,000 people piled up at the border. I kept turning on the TV. He's like, no, nah, I don't think he's going to do it. It's just a big bluff. And then they told us, well, the Russian army is so huge and powerful, it's going to roll over in three days. And now they're going, oh, he didn't know he's in such bad shape. It's like, well, what do you know? Do you know anything? Last 20 years, all our intelligence agencies are a big fat zero. They've missed everything. What do, what do they do all day? I think uh, Newt Gingrich had a pretty good tweet, though, on Biden. It says, while the British prime minister goes to Kiev to meet with Zelensky, the American president's riding his bicycle in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of that, isn't that? He goes back to Delaware almost every weekend. I think. 32 weekends so far. And he just rides his bike around, mm -hmm. from what I've, yeah. I've seen. <laughs> Which is dangerous for a man of his age and stability. It's like a, like a weird old guy who's got nothing. You ever see those guys? Uh, they got nothing to do. And all day to do it. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. So some of them get on a bike and just pedal does around. Does he wear a helmet? I haven't looked at pictures. Is Biden wearing a helmet or does he just ride around? Uh, I think he already went too long without a helmet. <laughs> without a helmet. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you would have thought these days were done. But coming up after 4 o'clock, we'll have a guest on the air, Save Eagle Rock Community. It is plans for a monster 19-mile road diet that will pass oh my. the North Hollywood, Eagle Rock, and Pasadena. That garbage is back? And I think we covered this a couple of years ago when they were first talking about this road diet. Yeah, and and it's still and they're gonna spend, on the board to be proposed. They're going to spend $267 million on this project. And it's yeah. 19 miles of a road diet. That's 19 miles of traffic. 19 miles of neighborhoods getting disrupted. A road diet, if you don't know, is they take away a lane of traffic meant for cars and give it away to buses or bikes or who knows what. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like buses are big in this plan. Yeah, buses. They want to speed people through on buses. Sure. Yes, get on board with all the homeless people. So our guest will come on. S sit down. This man over here, he'll defecate on your lap. Enjoy. After four, to she'll have more detail on uh, what they're up to. So the, a big study came out that's getting some attention today. And what I did was I just wanted to look up who they were because I heard it was the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. So no, I've never heard of them, but it's a good idea to unleash prosperity, is it not? Uh, this was founded in 2015, and it's uh, Steve Forbes, Larry Kudlow, you recognize these names, Arthur Laffer, and Steve Moore. And I mention that up front because that's where this report is coming, although it was done by a couple of uh, economists 
at the University of Chicago, one of them, Steve Moore, who I just mentioned, Casey Mulligan and Stephen Moore, and somebody else named Phil Kirpin. And we're talking about this because, and I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, let's go back more than two years now, Dr. Fauci would say things like, look, I'm not here to weigh the economic effects of this virus. I'm here to figure out how to contain it, how to make sure people don't die. How was that? Was that good? <laughs> That's very good. That's Brooklyn. Uh, <clears throat> so what they did in this study, it's a, it's a paper from the National Bureau of Economic Research, and it comes from this Committee to Unleash Prosperity. They compared, and I hate this term, COVID outcomes. I hate the term outcome. Why does that bother me? I guess it's another bureaucratic jargon word I keep seeing, outcomes. We want to improve outcomes. They compared COVID outcomes in all 50 states and the District of Columbia based on three variables. The economy, education, and mortality. Now, when you think about it, I guess those are the three main variables around COVID-19. That's the scoreboard. Uh, How many people died? How badly did you destroy our businesses? And how badly did you ruin our schools? That's how they decided they would do this. That, I think, covers what most people care about. So here's a table showing the state ranking based on a combined score of the three variables. Number one in the country on those three variables in dealing with COVID-19 was Utah, which I don't think we talked about Utah much during COVID, so that's probably a good thing, isn't it? Where was California? Among the 10 worst states in the country. And by the way, Florida got a positive score. There was like positive and negative scores. They were in the top 10. Yes, Florida was in the top 10. Was in the top uh, 10, and California was, was... Yeah, Florida was 28th in mortality. So that's the middle of the pack. But California was 27th. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Newsom didn't say, he's always saying we saved lives. No, there was nothing special. We were quite average and almost exactly the same as uh, Florida. Florida ranked third for the least education loss, 13th in economic performance. Now listen to this. California ranked 47th because its shutdowns crushed the economy where we finished 40th. And in-person classroom schooling, we finished 50th. We? Which we figured, thanks to unions like the one at LA well, Unified. Right. And, 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 and Newsom being too much of a, a testicle-free, frightened little eunuch to take, on the, uh, to take on the unions. Do you realize we're the worst state in the union when it came to educating our kids? The worst state and one of the worst in managing the economy here? Yeah. And we didn't even get the bonus of saying... We saved uh, a, a lot of lives. Turned out we were actually a little below average. We're 27th. So I, I, it's astounding to me that he has such a clear path to get reelected as governor when he ruined the lives of millions of children, ruined the lives of thousands and thousands of businesses, hundreds of thousands and millions of workers, and we got nothing for it. There was no upside. Florida... Did no such thing. The governor got all kinds of criticisms, insults. They accused him of of, of being a, a murderer, basically. And at the end of it all, you look at the numbers like, ah, they did pretty well. And this has to be the way we move forward to the next pandemic. You have to weigh these three big factors, schooling, the economy, and mortality, before you come up with crazy policies like California did. It's interesting that they note Hawaii you probably know that during the pandemic, Hawaii did a lot to shut down travel. And by the so it, it worked. They were number one in mortality. 
the low end of mortality. Well, they, they, were, they, they were last in economic performance and 46th in education, which hurts their final placement. Some island nations around the world did do well. New Zealand, uh, Singapore. Uh, if, if you can cut off contact with the, the rest of the world and you're not that populated to begin with. You're right. There's not going to be that much for the virus to circulate. But uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. Florida was a huge success. California, Newsom specifically, was a huge failure. But he got very little criticism in the media. Cuomo also was a huge failure. New, oh, York, yeah, New, York, New York was bottom well five. Either. Yeah, by the way, yeah, the, bo- yeah, the, the bottom states uh, included New Jersey, D.C., New York, right? New Mexico, I, California. I think New Jersey was the worst. New Jersey got the worst score, yes, minus 3.61. That's uh, up over D.C. and New York was minus 2.94. California was minus 2.51. They yeah. did this straightforward. They just took a look at the numbers dealing with, you know, mortality ratings and uh, the effect on the economy, unemployment and such, and then the effect on the education loss by shutting down the schools. And we know California was one of the worst states in the nation when it came to shutting down schools. So it's the final scoreboard, okay? This is the post-game wrap-up show. California did terribly in COVID management. Bad. Below average for deaths and extremely bad on economy and the absolute worst on the schools. So, we, hey, why not reelect everybody in Sacramento, including uh, stupid, empty-headed Newsom? And when you look at the list of the 10 best states, the only one with the real significant population is Florida. The other states yeah. are Utah, that, Nebraska, Vermont, Montana. And Florida has far more elderly than we do, too. They have a yeah, disproportionate right. number of elderly, because that really is the retirement home for the Northeast and the Midwest. You and know, that's where the governor focused there. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to protect people once they realize the pandemic is killing the elderly, that's what we're going to focus on. We're not going to close everything down. We're going to focus on people that are but most at risk. You will see there after this one-day story, there will be no media discussion. Oh, on, I don't think uh, the Times uh, will uh, run this story. No, no. On how This bad. was in the Wall Street Journal, New York Post. I found yeah. it on Fox News. I didn't find it in the, and I, so far. And I read, something, Times. I read something interesting today. They'll if, consider it biased. Yeah, of course they do. Anything anything that doesn't... They're authoritarian dictatorial in their views on how people should be treated. Uh, you know, they're closer to the way the Chinese Communist Party thinks the public ought to be treated. So, of course, they're going to have some snappy uh, comeback whenever they're proven wrong. There's an article, and I actually want to do a whole segment on this sometime this week. You know, you know David Mamet, right? The playwright and a... He writes movies. I'm familiar with him, yes. Yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize for Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross. That was one of his most famous. He lives in Santa Monica here, and the Wall Street Journal did an interview with him because he started out as a very liberal guy, and over time, he has crossed the spectrum. And there's this fascinating interview with him. And he was talking about the way COVID and crime has been mishandled. And he referenced a book uh, written by Stacy Schiff in 2015 called Witches. And it was about the Salem witch trials. And he said the delusion that the Salem witches ran for about 18 months. And after that, since they couldn't explain it, they just forgot it. It never happened. The phenomenon by which authorities and experts make a hash of things and then move on as if nothing happened, you'll recognize The thing about history, he says, is not that people change. People don't change, but people die. And a new generation comes up and says, yeah, I get it. That's stupid. I'm not going to do that. 
And he says that's what's going to happen here. They're never going to admit that they botched up the COVID response very badly, destroyed an economy, destroyed people's lives, destroyed people's childhoods. They're just going to pretend it didn't happen and move on because that's the history of these kinds of things. You end up with a frenzy, a panicky frenzy, and then everybody looks around and goes, wow, what was that about? That was bad. Okay, let's, let's move on. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. KFI. AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. In fact, it's coming in the 5 o'clock hour, so stay with us. That's where it's happening on this show on KFI. Coming up after 4 o'clock, they're still around. Massive road diet plans. This one is 19 miles. 19 miles. They're going to spend $267 million to bring this road diet through the communities. Uh, that include North Hollywood, Eagle Rock, and Pasadena. We'll find out more on uh, the fight against it, because that's who's coming on to tell us why this is so horrible. And I think we did talk about this road diet a couple of years ago, but it's obviously still... It was in the planning stage. Yeah, it says here Metro began studying various routes for the project in 2018. They're in the final stage of environmental review. So hopefully there's still a way to stop this horror. And, and, and it is all about buses, from what I can see. And here. Garcetti and uh, Mr. Six Percent, Kevin DeLeon, yeah. are behind this. So you've got you got some of the stupidest people in government that have coalesced together for a disastrous plan that is going to destroy traffic over a 19 mile stretch. All right, now a little bit of history on the John and Ken show. Nicole Ritchie, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. What did John Cobalt call them? And Britney Spears. Well, that's at the time though. You had these three with a with a nickname. Well, it was the it was f- only three. No, it was, I think it was four because it was the four bimbos of the apocalypse. Oh, is that right? There was yeah. four. It was a variation on the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, you know what? I had it in my head. It was three. Yeah, no, there I was, guess it was. I don't was, know the four was, horsemen. Is that from a, I don't a know, piece some, of literature? Some, yeah, some reference that I don't. It's a reference. I don't even know what it means. But well, here's an update on one of those four. It wouldn't be Britney Spears because I didn't count her. Uh, it's Lindsay Lohan. I wonder what happened. You know, she's only 35. Doesn't that feel like it was 30, 25 years yeah, ago? Yeah, she'd be she'd about 60. <laughs> I thought she'd be in her 40s anyway. I thought she'd be dead. But I know she was a child actress, and uh, she had a lot of problems. I, can't, I know Britney Spears made the news the most of all the ones we mentioned, but... Lindsay Lohan was in trouble all the time. She didn't she have a problem with her father or something, as I recall, also? Yeah. They had a weird father or something. Uh, she popped up in the news recently because apparently she has found the answer to get her life back on track, and it turned out to be moving to Dubai. It just happened, how I moved to Dubai. I got here, and I just felt a certain sense of calm. Now, the next sentence does make sense. There are no paparazzi here. It's illegal. Mm. I found that I could finally have a private life and I could just take time to be myself. I decided to stay because I really learned to appreciate what it is to go to do my work and then leave and live a normal life. So I guess she's still, is she still making movies? She had to deport herself. Yeah, she still does make stuff. Yeah, there's really not been much that I've read or heard about her. Because I remember bringing up on the show maybe a couple of years ago that the four... uh, Horsewomen of the apocalypse seem to have disappeared from most of the news stories. Well, they got they got old, and some of them, you know, got well, married. Well, Britney came back kids. in the news with the whole conservatorship thing. Right, right. Well, she was locked up and drugged up, so. Yeah, and I saw a story on Paris Hilton recently, not too long ago. But Nicole Richie, I know nothing. That's Lionel Richie's daughter. 
I know nothing about. Uh, she said that um, it took me moving to Dubai to really appreciate the time that I take for myself instead of just going, going, going and learning to say no. And uh, it's the cliches. Finally, putting myself first, choosing the things that I want to do wisely for me first. Have you ever been around a paparazzi swarm? No. Oh, it, it, is, it is horrific. Was it when we were covering the OJ trials? Was there a paparazzi swarm? Well, I mean, so there was speak? a general crazed media swarm. Yeah. But the paparazzi, I've run into a, a few times uh, because of where I live. Right. And it's like there's one, uh, there's one uh, like shopping center on the west side, border Santa Monica. And a lot of celebrities do their shopping there and go to restaurants. And, and they, are, they are hyenas. I mean, they are jackals. They're, they're dirty. They're unbathed. Oh. They're unshaven. And they're, they seem to be, some of them foreign, but kind of in a, in a very, like, unpleasant, aggressive way. Like, you could just, it's just, it's just not the way people in this country really norm, normally act. It's very competitive for yeah. them. That's why they are it's like, so. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, you're a trash, that kind of. <laughs> and and they, they shout and they yell and they, they're constantly elbowing each other and fighting for each other for position. And they yell out, you know, incendiary things at people to get a reaction. It's like, oh, my God. Woof. Uh, by the way, Lindsay Lohan's engaged. She's marrying a man that works in finance, Bader Shamas. So there you go. All, All right. right. Coming up next. Well, good luck to him. Massive road diet, which has been in the planning for four years, maybe moving to the next phase. And if you live in the communities of Eagle Rock, North Hollywood, Pasadena, you could be affected. Coming up next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. In a world of social media, notifications, and pop-ups, it can be near impossible to focus. But now you have the power to beat distractions and make real breakthroughs with Remarkable, the paper tablet. Designed for tasks that demand focus, Remarkable is everything you love about paper in one digital system. It's your favorite thinking spot to take notes, draft, read, organize, and more. See how far you can go with just you and your thoughts at Remarkable.com. Remarkable. The paper tablet. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.